beards. <laughs> Is that what someone said? Let's go. What up, people? How are we doing? I like how I have a jacket wrapped around me. I just noticed you have a blanket on top of you. Yeah, man. It's a comfy <laughs> day. It's a Listen, I'm seeking comfort today any way that I can, bro. Like, my week's been rough. Uh, has it? Training? Yeah, training is fucking hard. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, why not? We can talk about it. It just it sucks. It's just not fun. It's not fun. It can be fun some days. Sometimes it's fun, but other times it's just pain. Now that's obviously because you're training for your fight. Yeah. In these tra- kind of, in training camp, it's way harder. Definitely, definitely. Because when you're not in camp, you can kind of you can skip a day. You don't have to do three. You don't have to do two. You can even do one and just be like, "Well, I trained today." Right. You saying one today? Yeah. yeah. And then there's like specific things that you gotta do to like push yourself through barriers and break through to that next level and shit is just not fun i could imagine and now as the weeks go on does it get tougher and tougher like i know you do a gauntlet right like towards yeah. the end of the week yeah that's like the week before a fight or or not week before a fight before you leave out leave or something the gauntlets no the gauntlets are early uh, the gauntlets we've been doing the gauntlets oh really so yeah. damn so then that's a lot too yeah i got one on wednesday the one on wednesday is 30 minutes just straight fighting someone 30 or minutes sparring straight. with someone new 30 minutes. But the only good thing about that is that you're, I'm not sparring the guys who are extremely high level. It's more so like middle level guys, but it's 30 minutes of this Just non-stop. different nonstop guys, nonstop guys, round, 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 yeah. round, round, no rest. For someone that doesn't know what a gauntlet is, you just explained it, right? You're the you're the person that's staying in the, their entire time. It's yeah. five rounds, five minute rounds. So it can be, it's five minute rounds. Sometimes it's five fives initially. Right, you get the one minute break and it's just a fresh body every round. Maybe you do two rounds with one and then another right. two with another person, you know, and it just like it changes. Sometimes it changes every round. Um, after those five, then the grappling phase. The grappling phase is just positional. So you could be in a bad position, just uh simulation, say, Boom, I'm starting on my back, someone's on my back, go. And that person's trying a hundred percent to choke you out, you're defending and trying to reverse. If you escape, sometimes you restart. Depends on how coaches are feeling. If you if you escape, you continue to go. You earned your position. Now you never get a good position. So it's like a stand earn up. It. No, if you get oh, out, you if get you escape oh, and you're on top. You earn oh, the see, top I position. See, okay. Now now you work for a little bit. Right, right, okay. You know? And then we do about three rounds of that, and then it's a endurance phase. So endurance phase is like ropes, um, something we call hang tight, where you hold the rope and they hold your feet, and your arms are just burning out. Damn. And you just got to hold. When you're done holding, my fingers are like fucking <laughs> stuck like this for like 10 minutes. That's so fun. It's, it's, it's the worst. It's terrible. So basically, it's just conditioning every single day. Pretty much. Is there like a, like you say you could do three days, two days. Is there a session where it's strictly conditioning like on a, a bike, like Aerodyne bike or whatever? Yeah. That's like every day? Mm, not every day. You don't want to do conditioning every day. Then you start to break down. But uh, more often than not, probably like solely conditioning like twice a week. God damn. Yeah, so I can understand why. Yeah, it's a tough week. Hey, I just need to just relax. Today, obviously, I, you saw I came to your house. I did the yeah. hot tub ice today. The ice bath and the hot tub. Yeah, the, that. And now I'm I'm here with my blanket. blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy as hell, honestly. So the show not going to even be too crazy. We'll make it a quick one. Don't worry. But welcome, everyone, then, to the post-fight show, Strickland and Imovov. Some pretty good fights last night. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of finishes. Some bonuses as well. You know who I liked? Do you see the Abdul Razak? He got a nice finish. Yeah, he did. Oh, he's always getting finished. That guy is a, he's a, a monster, though. Power, yeah. He's a powerhouse. I mean, granted, he has some setbacks, but I mean, it doesn't matter because his performances. If it was anyone else, he would have been cut. But right. with him, with his wins, his he loses hard, but he wins fucking harder. You right. know what I'm saying? So exactly. people like that shit. Right. I enjoy Definitely. watching him. Oh, always. Yeah, I'll always tune his first fights. Massive power, like we said, and putting people out like he did last night. I don't think he got a bonus. Let me check. Not sure. I saw I saw his post fight uh, interview. He, yeah, he did not. But his post fight interview, I didn't see it. What What was it? Uh, it was just him going off on Joaquin Buckley for about. Oh really? <laughs> I want to say about five minutes, five ten minutes, just fucking how much he hated Buckley, and he's usually a respectful, quiet yeah, guy. I've never really seen is. him beside himself like that. I. So the hate must be real, real. Yeah, but also he's in a position where he has to do something. Drastic, right? To stand to out, back, to start yeah. getting people's attention because the, as much as you know the humble, you know the the humble guy route, it's kind of like if you're not winning and you're not like the guy, 
it's not going to work for you. Right. You know what I mean? If you have like a up down career, like a 50 50 fighter, it's like, then that's not going to work for you. You need something else's personality. And I think he, that's what he's trying to play. That's into? what he's trying to play into. I think, I, I mean, he's also older, isn't he? He's like 35, 36, I think. Is he? I think so. Cause did, wasn't he the fighter that had a couple years off cause of that, uh, yes, the, the rape the allegations or something, whatever yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. And he was acquitted. Or well, like he was, was bullshit. Yeah, exactly. But that took like I think two years off his career. It did, unfortunately. Yeah, that's real shitty. Because I mean, imagine those two years in his prime. What you would have seen from him, bro? He was a savage. F- yeah, I remember watching Before him live. That, yeah, even watching him live, I saw him fight. I said, "Shit." Oh, Aaron said he's thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-seven. Yeah, he's up there. Wow. So he does got to make some moves, some power moves like that. You said you you used to watch him live, or you saw him live? I saw him live one time, and I said, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Damn, this motherfucker got some kicks." I remember literally watching him live, and I was just like, my low legs. And I'm like, this motherfucker's a welterweight. I said, yeah, true. That's probably I, said, I said, my legs, bro. I looked at him kicking that other Russian dude. It was when he fought some other Russian dude. And I was just like, I was cage side, like, all right, what, what's his rank? Like, where he's at? Where is he at? I pulled him up immediately. I said, all right, what are the chances that I might have to see this motherfucker? Because them kicks are fucking crazy. Damn, yeah. Excessive said he would take Randy's legs home in a to-go bag. He definitely would not <laughs> fuck him up. But I'm just saying, I just wouldn't want to have to deal with that. That them legs, that shit looks fucking crazy. Damn, yeah. I mean, dude, just his legs are like literal tree trunks. It's the massivest yeah, thighs. Just chopping people to fuck up. Yeah. Right? He, he tried to chop chaos. Chaos chopped him back. Yeah, true. Damn. Oh, that was a good fight. Yeah. Well, I mean, for however long it lasted. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here first. Breaking news from Handy Brown. Oh. What do we got? Chaos Williams versus Joaquin Buckley. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In the works. In the works? In the works. Where, is that actual fact? or you Big heard that? facts. Big you heard facts. that? Big facts. You hit up your boy Chaos? Yeah. <laughs> Are you boy the new Chaos. Marcel dog? I, I might be. I might be. <laughs> Breaking news. You heard it here first. Trust me. That's the one. Damn. That, I mean, well, isn't uh? I'm taking Joaquin... Buckley because Chaos can't grapple. True. Buckley. He said he's dropping down to welterweight, right? Yeah. So yeah, then I mean, and he that, knows how skinny Bucky looking in, in his videos that he posted recently. True, yeah. yeah, he's a massive guy too. But that would be a good ass fight if Buckley decided to keep it on the feet. What happens? He's going to sleep. Yeah, that's that's a very possible, good possibility, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Excessive said Randy coming for that MMA journalist job, <laughs> and Jonkin said, "Damn, Buckley's chin going to be gone after this one." Are you allowed to say this? What do you mean? If I'm allowed. Are you allowed to like blow up somebody else's fight? Potentially? Well, they should have kept it quiet. I'm not going to ask who your sources are. Yeah. But all right, I guess. Sheesh, Randy, you just out. You just. I mean, hey. Well, I feel like that's honestly. It's a great fight. Yeah, it is a great fight. That's but I feel like we, we were going to see that. Like, to be honest, let's, I feel really like that. Phil? You thought that was going to happen? You I, saw that I in mean, the cards? Maybe. If Joaquin Buckley was going down to welterweight, Welter that's a gonna perfect fight. fight. Think who's of Joaquin coming yeah. off of a loss. Who's he going to fight? Right. Joaquin Buckley's a popular guy. Yeah. Know, so a, is a name. Chaos. Yeah. Who else is coming off of a loss? That's a name at welterweight. Of a loss that's coming from a welterweight. That's a name, really. Jake Matthews. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. That'd been great too. Yeah, I could I could easily see them making that, but they didn't. Wait, yeah. I mean that that is a good <laughs> fight though. Chaos and, and Joaquin Buckley. That's good. That's that's a good one. Cookie said Lee Jing Lang. I feel like that's a that's another one. Yeah, but Lee Jing Lang is way ahead of him at welterweight. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say yeah, too. Him tough. coming dropping down and coming off a loss. Yeah. Um, let's see what are people saying. It's so far said you need to get on Andrew Schultz pod for sure. Andrew Schultz. His oh yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't he boys with Izzy? That guy isn't that? Yeah, him? yeah. I actually sat next to him at the fights at this last. Did you talk to him? Yeah, good dude, good dude. Um, he has a lot of people on his pocket, a lot of MMA. He's like that, yeah, he's like verging into like the MMA yeah, space. Yeah, I think now, right? Joe, him and Joe Rogan are like friends or whatever. Nice, nice. And like I said, he's boys with Izzy, so he brings him to all his fight. Uh, Mehmet Akmel said, "Could fight Holland." Who again? What's his name? Joaquin Chaos Buckley. No, or Joaquin. I, I just told you the the. Fu- I just told you the fight that they made. You tell me could fight Holland, bro. I just. Said the fight that's happening. I think you said no, I think, who else. You yeah, you're talking like, about well, who, who else. Who else could he fight? Oh, my bad. <laughs> so they tell you need, you need to apologize to Mehmet right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably his first time. Yeah, I think it is. I think he's first time he's he getting yelled at. <laughs> I think he, yep. First time Chad Vieri before he said, Yo, what's happening, guys? Hi, chat. <laughs> Can you apologize? Though? My bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, yeah, someone said we throwing <laughs> opinions, you know, out there. Our options. options out there, yeah. Oh, uh, man, that's funny. Um, all right, what other fights did we see that? Oh, dude, Umar Namagamedov. Mm-hmm. I saw people on Twitter. Well, first of all, unreal knockout over Hayoni Barcelos. That, I didn't see the whole fight. I just saw the highlights. That was a crazy knockout. Put him out cold. And then he punched him once in the ground, and then, like, he saw that he knocked him out, and he, like, put his hand under his head, like, to, like... Oh, or like he? he like held him or something, yeah. Nice. And then he walked away. But I mean, I saw people on Twitter saying that Umar Nurmagomedov, next champ, next champ, and they they already comparing him to Habib. They mm. said his hands are better. They said only the wrestling is possibly the only thing that's Umar's pretty good though. He's pretty talented, pretty uh dynamic striker too. Like yeah. he likes to throw a lot of kicks. Right. I mean, yeah. Typically, you don't see that from the, the Dagestanians, right? You right. I mean, the Sambo guys, you see that from right? Yeah, that's true. Him in particular, that's this is Khabib's cousin for real, right? This is uh, actual yeah, cousin. I'm pretty sure it is his actual. Cousin. I mean, they look alike, honestly. Mm-hmm. Nurmagomedov, yeah, Umar Nurmagomedov. Yeah, um, he throws a lot of spinning hook kicks, from what I remember. I didn't see his fight last night, but I did see the the knockout. The knockout seemed like it was just like a very the cut, like the he like threw a knee right he and threw then a knee first, and it was like a just small light left hook that right. just touched the perfect put spot and just put him out cold. And dude, Hyrone Barcelos is a great fighter he too. Is. He's, He's a, very a really good, good fighter. fighter. So yeah. I was surprised. That was a huge statement. Exactly. I mean, that's a big ass statement. And good for him. He got the he got the performance of the night in that one. Definitely deserved because he was putting in work. And Wadi said, "Umar Marab, fuck it." Mm. Mm. Marab's up there though, and Umar's not. Is he Marab? I think Marab fights for the title next. I think Marab really? should be fighting for a title. Well, 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 well. What if Aljamain though? What's going on with Aljamain? Either they fight each other, or I think that, I, from what I hear, I know that. Aljamain wants to go up, right? He wants to go up. Well, he he said his bicep is torn, or he tore his bicep, or hurt his bicep, something in training. So he he said he doesn't think he could defend his title against Henry Cejudo in March. That's what he was said. All right, but I think he he also said that once he if he defends, whether he wins or loses, it says going up a weight class to forty five. Is that what he says? Yeah, and then that leaves that leaves Marab with you know with a wide open shot at the belt. Who who did Marab fight last? Was it One Punch Man? No. No, no, no. That was a while ago. Who the hell was it? Chat, who did, who did Marab fight last? I don't remember. Let's see. I'll, I'll get it right now. But he's due for a fight. Yeah, I mean, let's see. He, oh, Jose Aldo. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, he just, I mean, wrestled him the entire fight. I mean, how about a fight between Marab then and, and uh, what's his name? Fucking, well, I can't think of his name now. Long, lanky guy. Corey Sanhagen. Marab versus Sanhagen. That'll be good. That's a That's a rough fight for Sanhagen. You think so? Yeah. That's a real rough fight for Sanhagen. I, I mean, well, because if Henry Cejudo is coming back to fight for the Bantamweight title, it'd probably be him. Uh, Cheeto's up there, too. Cheeto's in the mix. Sean O'Malley now is in the mix. Like, you got all these guys still that are in the mix to fight for that title. So, I'm not sure. I mean, there's, there's a lot of fights you can make so, in that division. So, say say Aljamain goes up. Let's just take Aljamain out of the so, picture okay. right now. Right. Let's just take him out of the picture right now. It's Henry Cejudo versus... Henry Cejudo versus either Cheeto or Sean O'Malley. All right. So but where does where does Marab fit into that? I think Marab can fight either one of those guys that you mentioned. Right. He definitely could. Easily. And it wouldn't be like, oh, he needs to earn it. Like, no, right. he no, definitely he, earned that. Yeah, he's already. been in there. Yeah. Well, well, that's why I also bring up Sanhagen or Peter Yan. Because Peter Yan's in there, too. Yeah. Sofla said Sandman got a fight with Cheeto. And then oh, right, right, Cookie right. said it would be O'Malley Cejudo for interim. Hmm. O'Malley versus Hulu. So it would have to yeah. be Peter Yan versus uh, Marab then. Right, because Sanhagen and Peter Yan already fought that crazy-ass fight. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on in that division. But now Umar in the mix, too. That makes it even crazier. Yeah. So I'm excited for the Bantamweight division to see what comes. Uh, also, another fight, you see Puna Hale, Puna Hale Soriano versus Roman Kopilov. Kopilov? Performance of the night goes to the underdog. Plus 130 underdog, Roman Kopilov. Nice. Was, what was that? Uh, fight of the night or something? Uh, no, just performance of the night. What it was do? a back and forth fight, honestly. Yeah. Both guys were getting shots in. Was it like a decision? You know, no, he finished, he finished P- Pouillon on the feet. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. He. That's what I'm saying. He looked really good. And he was taking shots, too. He was taking some because, obviously, Pouillon Soriano throws... Punahele Soriano. He throws bombs. Throws huh? big power, yeah. That's coconut bombs, right? Is that him? No, that's not coconut bombs. Uh, but Roman... He was looking good. He was taking shots and giving them back and obviously was able to get the fight or finish the fight on the feet for a TKO win. So that was, that was a real good win for him. Nice. How about Ige? Yeah, dude. Ige, Dan boy. Ige. Another performance of the night win or bonus for Dan Ige. That left hook, cross to the body, tight. 
He Damn. just stepped back, crossed to the body, bent his knees, went low, came high. And rocked his ass. Yeah. Right to sleep. Down, yeah. You know, you know who throws that combination from Southpaw? Yeah. OD over and over. Um, Danny Garcia. Oh, yeah. A boxer. Danny Swift Garcia. Literally, that's all he got is that left hook. The same but, thing. But that specific combination, cross to the body, you see squat down, cross to the body, and come back upstairs. So the cross kind of like gets them to. Right, go down. And then left hook, monster hook upstairs. I mean, he ripped, like you said, yeah, he ripped the body. You saw him like winting. He was hurt from that. And then and he stopped because he drew him in. You see, uh, what was the other guy's name? Uh, That was uh, Damon Jackson. You see, Damon Jackson tried to like come forward and. And uh, you see uh, Ige step back, stop, right? That's like leading him off the cliff. You stop. Your action is always going to be faster than the person's reaction. You see right. what I'm saying? So you stopped. He was still coming forward. Right. If you notice, Damon was still coming forward, and then he just shot to the body, came over the top. Boom. Boom. Dropped him. He was out. Goodbye. Yeah. And that's a shame. I, I like I liked both of these guys, but I like Damon Jackson a lot. That's a guy that I said is. I like him too. You know what's crazy? What's shitty about this? At least, I don't know. I always think about this. He, he acts for this fight. Damon you know, Jackson. He, he made this. He DM'd him and messaged uh, Ige and asked Ige for this fight. Right. And this is the result. That's crazy. I mean, that's <laughs> that fucked. Is, that's, that is tough. Yeah, it's that like, is. All right. Yeah, I know you want to fight everybody, but if you're going to call somebody out, you got to know, like, all right. What are you getting into? I'm not. We all know what we're getting into, but you got to know I'm going to beat them. Right. If I message you and we fight, I, I have to win. It's just, <laughs> it's just what, that's just how I feel. Not that it, it, you can't lose, but I just feel like, damn, bro, like. That just makes it sting that much more. And get it finished on top of that, yeah. It's like you got to win. If you messaging people to fight them, bro, if people are minding their business and you come message <laughs> them yeah, to fight that's them, true. you got to win. Damn, that's tough. I feel like that that's tough, almost as tough as, uh, not as bad, though, as, uh, what's it, that guy that said he bet his entire purse oh, on yeah, himself. Oh, yeah, that's wicked. And then lost. <laughs> that's, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. That's wicked, bro. That's fucked. That if you're going to do that, like, don't announce it. Like, if I'm going to bet my whole purse... On myself as an underdog, I'm not gonna announce it. And then the UFC cut him right after. That's <laughs> he lost by decision. Like he got worked in that fight. Yeah, crazy, crazy. I think his name is Justin James or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you gonna put his you... name out there? Like, yo, leave him at damn. They gotta do all that, but just say yeah. There was a guy that did that. It was like in case you want to fact check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look him up. Um, uh, what do you think is worse? What I think is worse? Which DM for ass whooping or betting everything on yourself and losing? I bet on myself every day. Any day I'd bet on myself, so that's fine. But then he got cut. But announcing it too and then announcing I, you it. just can't announce it. You just just be like, oh word? Yeah, I don't believe. All right, that's what I'm saying. Which is the just, just watch hit, my paycheck. Just hit him with the watch. Just yeah. hit him with the watch. And watch then you the win. Slip. And then you post the slip. <laughs> yeah. At that time, exactly. could, you could bet at that time. It wasn't true, legal yeah, yet. True. You know what I'm saying? Post the slip after that and don't say a word. Post Our, it in the caption and let the caption read. Now what? Aaron M said fighting for free. That's worse. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a big ass statement, bro. That's how you want to do it. You do it the right way. Don't fight for free. Damn. Damn. Yeah, that's that's fucked. Damn. Uh, Jonkin said, I just looked up old Justin James. It had another fight since then and lost on the regional scene. Tough. Damn. That, that is tough. And the Maroon said, I mean, how many people have called someone out and lost? Honestly, I give it more respect than the people we know ducking everybody. That's true. You can call someone out. Here's the thing. You can call someone out. You can call them out publicly because that's a whole nother thing. That's like brand building in a way as well. You know what I mean? That's like a business move. You call someone out publicly. Like that's going to get, you know, attention to the fight. People are going to be talking about it. Just both your stocks goes up regardless. Just right. More people know you. Right. But if you DM somebody on some like, <laughs> hey, bro, <laughs> I'm trying to get a fight, man. And yeah. I know you're always down to fight. You want to fight? Because I want to fight. And then announce it that you did that. Screenshotting it, yeah. Screenshotting <laughs> it and posting it, is it, and then you go and get cooked up. Mm-mm. Oh, that's what he did. Yeah, I don't <gasps> like that. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-mm. He did that all before the fight. All before yeah, the he fight. Announced that he called him out, and yeah, yeah. Oof. It's one thing if you got on the mic and was like Conor McGregor, right? Yeah, you suck. beat me yeah. if you can. You know, then it's like that's oh, a different Michael story. Chandler? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you get beat up, and then it's like, eh. All right. That honestly, that was a pretty one-sided, not one-sided, but Danny Gay was beaten up on David Jackson. Yeah, he is a, a a stud, bro. Yeah, he's good. He's I mean, he's been in the rankings for a while. Uh, I don't know what he's at now. I think he's like thirteen or something. Um, it doesn't even say on this shit anymore. This website sucks ass. <laughs> um. Well, Cookie said, "Hey, credit to him though. He called someone higher 
Not like he called out some lower rank guy. Facts. Yeah, definitely give him respect. I mean, I respect all these motherfuckers that fight. If you fight, you get my respect. Right. Uh, Maroon, he asked you a question. He said, well, Randy, you don't think it's bitch made for D-Rod that you asked D-Rod to fight? And he says yes, but you don't feel comfortable coming out and saying you called him for it, called for it just as he dismisses it? And he just dismisses it. Because then he said, she said, story. What? Did <laughs> I read that? It says, well, Randy, you don't think it's bitch made from D-Rod that you asked him to fight? And he says yes, but you don't feel comfortable coming out and saying you called for it and he just dismisses it? I don't really care. We're over that. That's till 2022. <laughs> I still, <laughs> yeah. With me, I don't care. I don't, like... I don't really get caught up in all that. Or it's like, he's tough. He's a tough guy. He's down to fight. I, I don't think he's bitch made. I can't say he's bitch made. I think fans kind of like, oh, he's a bitch because he ducked it. I don't think none of these dudes is bitches. I think we all tough. Everybody straight up G's, right? Are we fighting Octagon at the end of the day? I think it was a business move. I thought he was, he just felt like him and his team felt that I wasn't the fight for him, which is smart because I would whoop, whoop his ass. So. <laughs> They were right. They were right. <laughs> That's it. And so they decided to go. They decided to, you know, put their attention somewhere else, which was maybe smart of them. Um, he said that ain't brand building, though. That's bitch. It's bitch made. Yeah. But it wasn't like I announced it or he announced it. So it's not brand building. That's the, it just had nothing. He was just like, no, it's not good for me. A loss would have been worse for his brand. Uh, even. Uh, he has a fight now, and though. His fans. No, he has. He has yeah. a pretty oh, good fight. Oh, he's fighting Gunnar Nelson. Oh yeah, that was That's just recently fight. announced. Yeah, it's a great fight. Oh, actually, it's funny. I was I was on Instagram going through stories, and his popped up, and um, he posted something. He he said it took me twenty seven fights to get submitted for to ever get submitted in an uh, MMA. Like he's like everyone chill. I got this or some shit. Talking about his ground game Who? against Gunnar Nelson. Uh, D Rod posted that. He said it took 27 fights for him finally get submitted, like for the first time ever in MMA. Who are those 27 opponents? I don't know, exactly, I don't know. I mean, he did fight in Bellator before and probably wherever yeah, else. Gunner's ground game is is elite. So you think who who takes that one? I don't know. It's hard. If if D Rod hits him, it's a wrap. <laughs> if he hits D-Rod him, hits him, it's a wrap, boy. Right? God, that's not good. <laughs> but I think it, I think if. Nelson gets them down, it's over. It's just one of those fights, man, for both of them. So whoever implements their game. Yeah. Well, Cookie says he's getting beat by Gunner. Gunner getting him down and rear naked choke. All right. I mean, we will see because that'll be a good one. Do we know when that one is? Do they announce the time or the date? Because I don't have that down. I think it's in March. Nice. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, Do you want to talk about the main event? We kind of went through the card real quick. Last fight we got is Strickland and Nasruddin Imavov. Strickland as the underdog, plus one of 115. Gets it done. Honestly, yeah. And his post-speech interview was, he said, basically, like, I'm not, he's like, I'm, fuck this, I'm not leaving it to the hands of the judges anymore. Because someone asked, like, were you, when I, we saw, you know, you got well, the unanimous decision. Well, he just left it in the hands of the judges. I know. Well, someone asked, they were like, you you got a unanimous decision and you were thought. Were you scared? Yeah, were you scared of getting the win? And he was like, fuck yeah, I was scared. He said, ever since last fight. You know, I'm, I don't want to let these judges, whatever. He's like, I, they maybe saw blood on me, and they would have thought, like, the other guy won, something like that. So he said, I don't mind getting some CT in this fight. I actually came forward and threw punches and took shots and everything like that. Nice. Just, so, But he did, honestly, he didn't look bad. He really did not look bad at all. Yeah, he definitely looked good. Sean, ty- typical Sean Strickland fashion. Uh, Nazardine was looking for that left hook mm-hmm. coming around, same He's as. Big uh, shots, yeah. Yeah, same as Poton, but just didn't work out. He looked great. He did. Um, Strickland good. Just looked like defended takedowns too. Defended takedowns was aggressive. The only thing is that weight cut difference is a it's huge. It's something to think about. The weight cut, the weight difference. He, well, he came in at two hundred five, right? Yeah, he was a lot bigger than uh, Nazardine. What did Imovov come in? At? I mean, Nazardine weighed in at a hundred and what was it? Chat? What was it? I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it was about t- a ten pound weight difference or something like that. It was like a Damn, whole weight so, class. So that is a lot. Then yeah, it's just, it was a whole. So I'm like, all right. Is the UFC going to be harsh on Imovov for like the matchmaking moving for, moving forward? Because one ninety four, like, Sofla said. Damn, so that's yeah, that's eleven pounds. Yeah, that's that is uh, a lot. Yeah, so it's something to think about. I mean, there is an advantage there. Definitely, that's eleven pounds. Yeah, the that's less why weight you cut. see. Uh, even Strickland, we typically don't see Strickland come forward a lot. Yeah, you know he did, I mean? exactly. He yeah. came forward a lot in that fight, throwing yeah, a lot just, of punches. Yeah, so. true. But oh, Could I thought be. either way, 
his skill set looked like his skill set. He looked his good. usual self. Yeah, fucking blocking with his elbows and shit. His forearms. Yeah, his volume is fucking nuts. Though. Yeah, it's nonstop. He's just literally jab. just walking forward with yeah, his, his hands like he's locked out and all. <laughs> <laughs> his, jab, his, jab is, his jab is fast as fuck. For real, though. like it's crazy. It really is. Cookie says Strickland fought better rolling off the couch than when he actually trained. And it was five five. Really? Shout out to him for five five. So, oh, by the end, you could say that he was t- both of them were tired. By the end of the fourth, he was looking up at the clock while just holding on to Imovov. Yeah, yeah, he, you could tell they were both so tired. Yeah. And uh, Cookie Monster said, "Just rebook Imovov and Gaslam. I think that would be good too. Just yeah. rebook it. Yeah, that's not a bad one. I all. like it. Um, but uh, yeah, those were basically all the fights. Just did a quick little breeze through. It's a uh. It's a flow says that Gasolin should just go to 170. That might be hard for him, no? Well, he used to fight at 170, and then he struggled making Did weight. He? No, he didn't. Calvin? Yeah. Didn't he? No. Am I going crazy? Or did he? You know what? You might be right. I think I am right. You are right. He I, fought fucking Neil Magny and shit. Yeah, he fought at 170. Then he went up to 185. Then he fight Bisping. Yeah. In Shanghai, whatever it was. You are absolutely right. Yeah. yeah so maybe yeah. he should go back to 70. Well, I mean, it's tough. If, if he moved up for a reason. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, Aaron says he missed by ten pounds versus Woodley. Yeah, Sheesh. so they were probably the UFC was probably like, all right, you gotta go up. Missing weight by ten pounds is just that's crazy. Nuts. That means you just stopped. He hasn't been a Wilter weight since twenty sixteen. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And he was young too, super young. So true. Uh, Moy five ten said, "I find it weird how technically sound guys can get just out can get outstruck by guys with awkward striking. I'll never understand the science behind it." First fight that comes to mind is Klein versus Landweir. Well, you know what? Styles make fights. Sometimes where guys lack in skill, they make up for in just raw tenacity and meanness and just balls. Right. Sometimes a guy that's overly um, technical, a lot of times they get put in compromised positions where they have to fight. Being technical is not enough. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to have a dog in you. Right. And there's moments where a technical, as a technical fighter, you got to sit down and say, they'll put you in that position. That's the only way to win. And you got to fire back in that position and show them like, bitch, back the fuck up. I could do that too. And then you go back to put them on, you know, just to put them on notice. So now they're cautious. So then you go back to your game. Right. You know what I mean? So they're like, fuck, I can't even get in and do that. You know what I mean? Because they know worst come to worst. I'll be right there with you. You know what I mean? And now play the game out here or I'm going to fuck you up in there. (laughs) Sometimes you got to sit down and, 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 and call somebody's bluff. And a lot of times the technical fighters don't have the ability to do that. Would a good example of that be uh, Wonder Boy and Holland versus Holland? Um, nah, because Holland's Holland's game plan was to be technical on the outside as well. He couldn't really get on the inside. Mm. You know, they're both kind of technical on the outside, but mm. these are different levels. That was just a better technical fighter. Um, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy is yeah. just a different fighter, different yeah. caliber fighter than than Holland. That kind of reminds me of yesterday when you were sparring. Not you, mm-hmm. but. I think uh, the who who was going after you, or before I don't know whatever. One of the coaches said, "We're not fighting, we're boxing." Yeah, and I was like, "Ah, uh, huh. makes sense." Interesting. But True. Yeah, it valid. Ha- it, it's valid because even there's times where what last week again I was sparring and there was a guy that I was going with and you know they took him out and I had to stay in right and I was in and they brought in another guy but the guy that they brought in wasn't as good. Or had as much experience that I had, right? So even though I was tired, I was still able to do a lot of work to him. Mm -hmm. So the coach was telling me to just focus on the art. And this is where you can tell a difference of fighters. This is where fighters separate. They separate from, because some guys can't focus on the art. They only know how to fight. Mm. They only know how to fight, right? And then there's the guy who... I think that's the time to develop the best skill set when you have a guy that is not necessarily as close to your skill set, but the easiest thing for you to do is to develop a thing without taking your ego completely out of it. And even if you're, de- even though you're developing that thing, you may get you, it may become more competitive now because you're doing that thing. Right. So it takes a lot from you to not just raw because you're not getting your way trying to do that one thing that you're sure. learning because uh-huh. now that person's hitting you. And you're like, fuck, 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 right? Because you're trying something. You don't have to tell them you're trying something. You're just trying something. And now it's competitive. So to that person, they think that they're they're right there with you, but they're not. You know what I'm saying? Because (laughs) you're actually trying to develop. But a lot of guys can't do that because all they know how to do is fight. Mm -hmm. It's always a, I got to win training sessions. You know what I mean? 
And that's where the technical fighter gets separated from just the bruiser. That makes sense. I feel like that could become an issue, though, for a lot of people, especially in, like, practice or sparring. So someone that's always like, all right, I got to, like, win this. Oh, that's 90% of the guys. Yeah, I feel like that, that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Easily. But it's but it's also it's a young man's sport. Right. So it takes a while to mature sometimes to get. A lot of people aren't mature enough to do that, too. Fighting is a lot of egos. Right. right? So naturally, it's a lot of testosterone. It's like guys want to win. Everyone wants to win. Everyone wants to, you. oh, I hit you today. I did this to you today. Oh, today I, uh, I'm, I'm a beast. Uh, I'm a monster. They don't know anything else. You know what I mean? It's like, it's more than being strong. It's a, it's chess, not checkers. Right. You know, it's about being smart and being tactful. And a lot of people can't uh, appreciate Separate, that. Yeah, or appreciate it. And the Maroon also said, uh, some people are also impossible to look good against, which is true. What is that? He said, Maroon said, some people are also impossible to look good against. Yes, that's also true. What's his, your boy that you just fought? Trinaldo. Yeah. Yeah. No one really looks good against Trinaldo. Honestly. There's yeah. some people that force you to fight. You know, they force you to fight their fight, which is good. And I think, you know, I think even there's a ton of fighters. There's a ton of people that just have specific styles that it's like they force you to fight a certain kind of way. Right. You know their way, the, their way, the, the, one, the way they. And if you and if you fight get go. frustrated and fight their game, then that puts them at a, exactly. a greater chance of, of beating you. Right. Uh, speaking of Trinaldo, though, there's like randomly some days I'll just be going throughout my day and I just think about when you launched him into the cage when you punched him, and that shit makes me laugh. <laughs> He's like arms. Like that. No, Uncle T. Uncle T's a G. Good. Uh, he got. Uh, he should go to PFL. He, yeah, he got released from the UFC. Yeah, I think he should go to PFL. Speaking of PFL. Right, should we get into it? Yeah. Let's talk about uh, our boy. Well, um, <clears throat> you talking about? Ngannou. Yes, okay. Apparently, not apparently, it's it's official. UFC offered Francis Ngannou a new contract that would make him the highest ever paid heavyweight fighter in the UFC, and he declined it. Oof. So now his belt is relinquished, and he's a free <laughs> agent. That narrative is interesting, huh? It's very wild. Um, so what? What do you mean? It's like I seen people arguing that it was like, oh, imagine being poor, becoming a millionaire, and get being offered the most amount of money in the history and turning it down, in the history of the heavyweight division and turning it down. But if it's not enough, it's not enough. I I think that was great. I think that I think that he's gonna. I think he deserves. To, he has so many more options and oh, opportunity he's, outside. He's fine instead of locking himself with just the UFC. And not even fighting in general. He's doing movies and shit. Yeah, I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be real good. I think he's going to, I think PFL is going to offer him, uh, or he's going to go box Tyson Fury and make a hell of a money. Even you saw, uh, what's his name? Uh, what is the bare knuckle fighting? Mm-hmm. They put out a statement, said that they're very interested and they're going to make a play towards him. Same with and Bellator. I, yeah, and I, and I just love this because I think this is huge for combat sports in general and the fighter. You know, it shows. Now I see all the organization's making a play towards the fighter and it shows value in the fighter True. more so than the value in the organization. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I love that. And I think going moving forward, other fighters are going to start to see, you know, that there's value in that and there's value in themselves and there's value in betting on yourselves and seeing guys like Shane Burgos and guys like um, Pettis and guys like uh, now Nganu who decided to make that walk and they were okay. They were okay. Because there's other big players out there now right. that can afford to pay. It may not be as popular. You may not be that guy, you know, that's going to be on TV every day. And everyone knows about. But the ultimate goal is to take care of you and your family. Right. I want to be rich, not famous. Rich and famous is a bonus. Right. But I prefer to be rich. Exactly. And be able to know? take care of your family, like you said. And that reminds me of Corey Anderson when he moved to when he went to Bellator. He said DC was a big factor of why he left the UFC and went to Bellator. Because DC basically told him, like... You gotta take care of your family. That's that's, that's what it's about. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's what it's about. And you, have, yeah. you have to be real with yourself. And we're looking at Corey Anderson. This is no disrespect to Corey Anderson. I love Corey Anderson, but was Corey Anderson a entertainer per se? UFC entertain like were people gonna look at Corey Anderson and say and love Corey Anderson? You gotta look at the sport we're in. Do people love Corey Anderson? I would say no. No, right? I so mean levels. Gotta, that's it. Yeah, he has the moment. Yeah, people love that, right? <laughs> but you got to really realize and look at yourself, you know, and 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 have an honest conversation with yourself and say, like, am I a star here? Do I have superstar potential? Right, one hundred percent. Same thing with Shane Burgos. I mean, Shane Burgos was he was ranked. I think when he left the UFC, he wasn't ranked at the time. He just was known for putting on crazy ass fights. He's yeah, a good fighter, great boxing, you know. And he goes over to PFL. And Dana White himself said that 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 he's like that's one like that's. 
He said the UFC rarely fucks up, or we rarely fuck up, but we fucked up on that one. Yeah. So the one I mean, that got away. Exactly. The one that got away. That shows you, yeah, that, like you just said, it's not about the organization. It's about the fighter. Yeah, 100%. Which is great. You know, um, and how, how do you think that PFL is sustainable with their business model? Well, now that Jake Paul just joined? Yeah. I would say yes. I think they're yeah. I think they're good now. Well, I am going to bring it up though. PFL a little sketchy still. I feel like they got some little sketchiness behind them. Ever since they did that thing where they they said that they're playing a live event, but it was really the day recorded Yeah, there was the day there before. was a scandal, but I I think that's behind them now. I don't know. I still got a little sketchiness from them. Yeah. Yeah, I get more sketchiness from bare knuckles than I do. Oh, pff, I mean, God, that's true. <laughs> I do PFL. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with PFL. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. But I think if we're ranking in America, if we're ranking them, it probably goes UFC, PFL, Bellator. I think PFL is definitely on the up and coming. You th- oh, so PFL has now surpassed Bellator? You think? I think so. Honestly, I really think so. Especially with the tournament. <laughs> I think with the tournaments. And remember, you went to a PFL fight. You said like the social media presence there. Was it was big. different. It was very unique. It's exactly. It's it like social unique. media. It's like influencer. Like it was. It was tough. They have a it little was thing Khalifa going on. Performing. Yeah, it was a performance. Like, like UFC's not doing that. It was. They they have a lane. It's like a show. And it's if, like they have a lane. If, it's very different. Jake Paul's getting involved. Then you're gonna. You gotta have. You're gonna have to. Imagine. It's very thrillerish. Triller. Trillerish. You know? Yeah, that's how, exactly. Look, 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 you saw what happened to Triller. What they went under. And they're basically under. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, I didn't even realize. Yeah, lawsuits, people not getting paid. Oh shit! <laughs> Let's see well, what chat says. Well, now that Jake Paul joined up with PFL too, I think that's going to bring in more eyes. Imagine, okay, imagine if Jake Paul f- actually fought MMA in in uh, PFL. PFL. That'll be huge. That'll be huge. Uh, but does it happen? I don't know. And now possibly Ngannou going over. If Ngannou goes over there, that's massive. That, then they're yeah exactly they're getting the numbers. That's massive. They're one hundred percent getting the numbers. And then I think that that's where we see. I just I just love when it's like this. I love when it's like fighters have value and shows that fighters. There's companies need the fighters, and and I and I love the stance that uh, Ngannou took. You know, for the future. Not that it's like a, a fuck you to the UFC, but it's more so just best interest of for for the fighters because every company is going to do what the, the best interest what's in the best interest for them so it's good to see um a fighter making a stand and making the situations you know where in creating a situation where the best interest is for the fighter i just love to see that and i think in the future more fighters are going to realize that they need to build a brand for now building the brand in the ufc and then you know becoming a free agent and and going somewhere else Right. Especially as champion too. Yeah, like, that's huge. As that's, a champion, that's, to do, that's, that's like never that's, been done. Yeah, that's not happening. And then I think that I think that's a progression. But ultimately, I think that fighters should just be able to be free agents and kind of like we're in the quote unquote independent contractors, right? So I think that we should be able to just leverage our our value and our skill sets with different companies. You know right. what I mean? And I think that the companies should be at uh, coming to, to us with big numbers, like hey, right. We want you. We show you that we we value you, and you know we want to we want to pay you because we value what you bring to the table. Where instead of us being like pick me, pick me, pick True, me, yeah, pick me, sad, like, fuck yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are the entertainment. Yeah, and and I love to see it. And I think it's gonna this is gonna create a shift uh, in the future. This is a big moment for MMA right now, and I, I think it's, honest, it's good. Yeah, it's exciting. It really yeah, it is. It's awesome. I mean, I feel like we didn't. You don't really see much of this happening, like you said. But the f- other, the only other time I was like, "Whoa, this is actually really cool." With regarding to MMA, is when they made the trade with Demetrius Johnson and Ben Askren. Yeah, not that the trade was good, but that was cool that they like legit <laughs> just made a that. trade. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that's some true. cool shit. They don't really do that at all in the sport. So that is true. that is pretty cool. Um, also, I saw people saying that PFL they said is definitely uh, Bellator is is above Bellator. Like wow. Mapmoy Five Ten said, Bellator is not above PFL. Bellator. Debuts dudes with negative amateur records. Wow! All right, there was a point where where Bellator was mm-hmm. was second. Yeah. I Only mean, thing is, I just don't think they promo well. Uh, yeah, I know that's weird. You know, and they don't put on enough events. I yeah, mean, there true. was a time where, like, if if you now, but now that you mention it, I'm like, yo, you're right. PFL is more present. Present. Yeah, exactly. It really is. And uh, like you said, BF, uh, Bellator doesn't really put on many events at all. And when they do, they're just like, yeah, luck luckluster or luckless, lackluster, lackluster, lackluster. Um, Cookie said that his take was basically that Bellator has better competition, has better talent, but PFL uh, 
puts on better shows or something like that. Yeah, PFL does put on a better show. And Whitaker said at the moment, UFC won Bellator PFL. But oh, one see, FC, one one FC, one you see good. the event the other day on Wednesday? I didn't Dude, watch that shit it. was sick. I actually, I'm not gonna lie, I like it that they have like it's like Muay Thai fight, Muay Thai fight, then like a grappling match only, yeah. then like an MMA match, like fight, and then another like Muay Thai for the title or like to end the end the the main card. I like how they mix it up. It's like makes it interesting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I feel like we're having a revolution yeah. <laughs> in MMA right now. Like for right real. now is like there's a lot of big changes and a lot of big players. Coming into play, yeah, just like I, testing. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. cool. It's cool as shit. Only uh, thing with one FC, they don't test though. Yeah, they got some. Or big, do that? They test, nah, but like they test. They got pride testing. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, like they, you see some guys walking in there. Yeah, with massive titties. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Um. Uh, but we we're speaking about bare knuckle FC. You see, Diego Sanchez got an opponent. And apparently this guy is like he used to be a boxing champion yeah, yeah, yeah. or some shit. It's, I forgot his name. Shit, I forget his name too. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's a horrible matchup. I that's fucked it. up. Yeah. It's been made for a while. Oh, has it's been it? Made for a while, yeah. I mean, let me see actually. Let me see if I can find it. That that's not cool though. Nah. Like, why are they doing Diego like that? I hope they're paying him a lot of money. I hope so too. The thing with Bare Knuckle is like Bare Knuckle is like Austin Trout. Austin fucking Trout, boy. Jeez. Bro. The thing with Bare Knuckle is one and done, I think. I think if you're doing Bare Knuckle, that's it. That gotta be like your last one, and like, all right, I'm out of here. Especially for his at his age, or I think your shit's dying. Um, that's yeah. rough. Yeah, that, that's real. That's not cool. That is fucked up. That I is. mean, who else? Well, some people have. Maybe the women can have a longer career in bare knuckle. You ever see the people making memes of the woman that fought in bare knuckle? She she's like bloodied and gushied all over, like gushing blood and like cuts and everything. She's like, yeah, you know, I I went out there, had fun. Uh. You did not have fun. <laughs> that like, does not like, look fun to me. No, I feel like people just say things that they feel like it's just like they just regurgitate what think they need to be said, what needs to be said in that situation because that's just what fighters supposed to say. I had fun. Nigga, I have no fucking fun. That shit was not fun You're at in all. Pain, yeah. I'm hurt. Like that shit was not fun. Like, you enjoy pain. What's fun to me is if I go out there and I style on a motherfucker, I make him miss. Exactly. I'm enjoying myself. And don't get hit. He's yeah. barely hitting me. I, I'm I'm making him look dumb, right? Fun at his expense. Right. <laughs> I'm whooping his ass. You the maybe the other girl had fun. You did not have any fun. You don't look like you had any fun. And that that's what I hate. Uh, like stop. Like God damn. Well, <laughs> Joshua O one said, I think he's talking about the same same person. He said in her next fight she got cracked right away and started crying in the middle of the fight. You see what I'm it's saying? Sad to watch. Was it fun? Yeah, that's fun. It wasn't fun. It's like it, that's what you're supposed to say. People say things a lot of times what they think they're supposed to say. Nah. God damn, yeah, that's tough. That is tough. Nah, it wasn't fun. I have fun in training sometimes. You have fun, we play, yeah, we move, we do we do the fight. Yeah, go out there and I have fun. If I'm be, if things are working, shit is going right, I'm having fun. When it ain't going right, I'm not having fun. So it ain't fun. You're like, shit, fuck, fuck. Did she win that fight that she said she had fun? I don't know. Maybe. I think she might have lost. I don't recall. Uh, but you, if you look it up, you could see she was, her face was Yeah, no, I've seen up. it. Yeah, this shit's it Like me versus up. life. Um, but, well, we were speaking about the heavyweight uh, title being re- relinquished. Did you see that a the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas? They uh, were the ones that leaked it? They leaked it? it by accident. That person, whoever was leaked it. Was that actually it, an accident? Or was like no, I think, yeah, because after it came out, someone posted it, and people were like, oh, we don't know if it's true or fake. True or, re- like, true or whatever. F- fall, you know, whatever. Fake or real. And uh, then the UFC the same day announced the fight, John Jones between Sarah Gain. Wow. Wow. Because if you don't know, or if you don't know, uh, T-Mobile Arena posted Sarah Gahn versus John Jones Mars 4th in Las Vegas. Like, yeah, building, in the banner, right? exactly. Like an advertisement. So somebody jumped and the gun. Someone, yeah, whoever did that is getting fired. And then later that night, UFC announced that Sarah Gain will face John Jones for the vacant heavyweight title, UFC 285 March 4th in Las Vegas. Wow. Uh, first of all, that's a great fight. Johnny opened up as an underdog. Yeah, I think he's like plus 110. For the first time in a long time. Plus huh? 110 or plus 105 or something. He's that slight underdog. But his heavyweight debut, too. Um... What do we think? I don't know. He's been home a long time. Hasn't really fought a heavyweight. And he's fighting another elusive guy just like himself. I don't know. Maybe John Jones out-wrestles him. And if not, I think uh, Cyril Game beats him up. Damn. That'd be wild. I mean, it has been years since he's John Jones fought. John Jones calling him Cyril Gun. is mad funny. 
John Jones is he such could, a scumbag he, he that he is funny. He could easily say Cyril. He could easily say Cyril. He's an asshole. He's such a dickhead. But it was like, I don't think he he said it in a way where it was like he was just talking. But I felt like he just wanted people to make that a talking point, like what we're doing right now. You know what I mean? I was like, bro, it's not like you struggle to speak English. Right. We all call him Cyril. Right. Everybody calls him Cyril. What makes John Jones now? Oh, oh, is that not his name? <laughs> Cyril? Cyril God. <laughs> He's such a fucking asshole, and everyone knows it. He plays into it so well. Johnny. Johnny Bones. He is funny, though. Yeah. Pussy, you still there? <laughs> Yo, Crackhead Jones... Best Jones, a, yeah, he was elite. Yeah. Best Jones, elite. Yeah, I mean, I think Dana White himself said John Jones is probably the greatest fighter of all times. And yeah. like when they were talking about it, whatever in the post fight yesterday, it's just crazy. Um, so yeah, that'll be a good fight. March fourth looks like so far this uh, this year is getting some good fights because we got another championship fight: Leon Edwards versus Kamara Usman three for the welterweight title. Done deal for March eighteenth in London per Dana White. Nice. I'm taking, Leon takes it. Yeah, I'm taking Leon again, honestly. I think Leon yeah. could finish it again. I mean, or do you think just Kamaro takes a, a strictly wrestling approach? Heavy, this? heavy wrestling approach? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm looking forward to it. I know I'll be tapped in watching that for sure. The fight that I'm looking forward to the most, though, is uh, Jack Della versus Honey Brown. Oh, there you go. February 12th. We're going to piss off a whole lot of Aussies. What what if someone okay say you we're gonna piss off a whole <laughs> lot of Australian boys say you finish the fight and then you're outside walking clapping hands someone gives you a shoey I don't do shoeys you know you know what I gotta do it for the culture you can do it for the culture or pay for my ticket my my flight I'll walk behind you I'll take all the shoeys for you and just drink them we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's I need you, a cornerman. That's by how the you market. I need an extra cornerman. Are you serious? One of my cornermans won't be there. You're, you're serious. I swear to you. So I got I got I need a someone to fill in that spot. Well, you just said the name, Phil. All right, we'll see what happens. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> you- <laughs> Cookie said, no, honey. <laughs> Joshua said fill in the corner, no way. Oh man. Can you imagine? What that are you gonna tell sick. me in the corner, bro? I would say, keep going, Randy, you got this. <laughs> I don't know what I would say, honestly. Damn. Motivational <laughs> speech. Go now. Randy. I'm down around. <laughs> I'm down around. I'm bleeding. I'm tired. Huffing and puffing. I just came back. I sat down. Woo. It was a banger around. I dropped him. He dropped me. Shit is crazy. Going back and forth. The, the arena's going nuts. They're booing me. All type of shit. I sat down. Um, he may be slightly up and around. Go. Randy, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh... <laughs> That's all I got. That's from Spider Man. Can't, can't be in my corner. <laughs> That's what's his name from Spider Man. Can't, can't work. Uncle Ben. Yeah, Uncle Yo, Ben. <laughs> you ever seen that dude in the corner where he where he drank he drank the water and then spits it on? Spit it. He's spitting in his face. He's spitting his face like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> Wake up!" I'm like, "Damn, bro, you got a spit in his face." Oh my god. Two guys said, "Pretend he's cyborg, handy." <laughs> True. That's all you need to say. Um, also, though, on the London card, co-main event, Justin Gaethje versus Rafael Fizev. Fizev. Mm. That's another good one. How many? Oh, man. I feel like Rafael is going to take his spot. It's like this. That exchange. I think Rafael is going to beat the shit out of Gaethje. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. I think he... I, th- I think Gaethje's time has up. come. Yeah. I mean... Once again, Gaethje's not even that old. We've talked about Gaethje multiple times, but the fights that he's been in and his fighting style is just, I think, yeah, that, that's on the way out. He's on the way out. No. Uh, Aaron said wheel kick KO. And 2K said this could be the first murder in the octagon. Yeah. Oh, that not that bad. But I'm just saying, Gaethje, because the thing is, even when someone mentioned earlier about a technical fighter, a fighter not so technical beating a technical fighter, right? It's a situation like that. Gaethje's brave as fuck. Gaethje puts mad pressure. He takes big risks, and Does not sometimes care, they yeah. pay off. Sometimes, and then sometimes they do not. Yeah, we've seen where they do not. But he lost a lot of high-profile fights, so now this is a step down. But he's fighting another striker, uh, uh, elite Muay Thai. Yeah, kickboxer. It's, it's tough. We just need him to stay off bikes two months prior to the fight, <laughs> so he doesn't crash and land on his head first. Whatever the hell he did. 
Uh, also, Cookie Monster said Fazeev is plus 200 coming into this one, too. Is he plus 200? That's what, that's what they're saying. Oh, wow. Um, okay, another fight. Another good fight. Dude, we got great fights coming up in this, this month or this year. Andre Muniz versus Brendan Allen scheduled for February 25th. Nice. That's a good one. And then another February 25th fight, Nikita Krylov versus Ryan Spann for a UFC main event, February 25th. Both fighters bring a combined 37 first-round finishes into this fight. So that's another good one. Nikita Krylov is someone not to mess with. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another guy I want to keep an eye on, too, another Russian we just talked about before, Roman Kopilov, who fought Punaheli Soriano. That's a good one, too. He's, he's, a, he's a very good fighter. Um, that's all the news I got, though. What, 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 we, what else we got here, people? That's really it. You know, it's time for me to go take a nap. I'm tired oh, as yeah. hell. Oh yeah, you've been training. Maybe hard. I'll game a little bit or something. And quick show for y'all. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Questions? You want to take some questions? Yeah, give us questions. I want to ask some questions real quick. We got about sixty seconds left. Shoot some questions. So close to stream your gaming. Stream my game, and I haven't streamed in a while. Um, maybe I will. We'll Nakamoy said Last of Us premieres tonight. Anyone? Oh, yeah, true. Oh, Last of Us premieres tonight. The show, right. yeah, that's the start of it. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I don't uh, think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I mean, it is it, the premise of it is cool, but like, I don't know how, yeah, exactly how yeah. it'll be compared to the video game, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna like, watch it, but just, <laughs> I'm still gonna watch right. it. Right, uh, let's see. We'll what is out. it on HBO? Yeah. Cause I mean the guy who plays Joel looks I forgot his name that actor but looks pretty, he, he yeah, looks, looks pretty good on. yeah that's a, that was a good ca- uh, casting for that for that one um uh wait you had another question sorry sorry uh oh Whitaker asked what was the story you promised us Phil what story did I promise oh I don't know <laughs> I'm not sure Aaron asked when is the move to YouTube happening that should have been happened honestly um. I'm just waiting for there's some. I'm working on something with the show, which should have been happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should have happened in December. Didn't happen. Got pushed to January. Um, so whatever, whatever direction that goes or not, we're gonna move. T- depending on what happens with that, regardless if that goes through or not go through, we're gonna be moving to YouTube. Um, Sofla said, if Phil pulls out of your corner spot, I will gladly tap in and pay for my own flight. Just so you know. Uh, what are you gonna tell me? Huh? What's he, what he going to tell me in Tofla, the corner? you got to give him what you're going to tell him. Send me a voice note on Instagram. There you go. And I'll play <laughs> it back for chat next show. Uh, and, I'll, and we'll consider it. And then I'll make chat decide if you should be in my corner or not. There you go. That's the one. Uh, Lion Crusher said, rate Wadi's Riz level. Wadi's? Mm-hmm. Zero. As he plays with his hair. God damn it. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> oh, man. Knockmoy510 said, when's Rude Boy getting on Fury Grappling? Didn't you? You trying to, right? Yeah, I was supposed to be on that last one. They just couldn't find me a matchup. Um, Ducks? No, you know, the holidays and then people had injuries and stuff like that. But, yeah, I was actually, we're working really hard to get me on that last one. But I'll be on the next one for sure. Do they? Do you know where it is? In Philly. Oh, they're always in Philly. Typically, from what I know. Uh, okay. That's pretty cool. I'm going to show up. Uh, Cookie asked you, Fedor versus Bader, two in a few weeks. Who oh wins, God. Handy? Oh, God. Who are you fighting at? <laughs> Heavyweight? No, Bel- where? Oh, Bellator. I, I guess Bader. Fader. You Fader. know, Bellator, Fedor was at one point considered the greatest fighter of all time. Dude, He. I mean, let's be honest. He was pretty sick. He was. He, but he, he was, was also all hooks. Right, but he had good uh, jujitsu. Well. Jujitsu was good. Remember when Kevin Randleman went flying oh, with him? Shit, he slammed him on Yo, his head. Kevin Lan- Randleman took flight with this motherfucker, bro. That was, and the fact that he was still won the fight by uh, what is Kamora, I think, or Americano. Yeah, and that that shit was he landed on his crazy. head, broke his back, and and submitted <laughs> and submitted Kevin Randleman. I broke my back. <laughs> oh my god, that shit is crazy. That's why pride is the best. I have some pride DVDs that I gotta watch. But they was all juiced up and shit, so they could do oh, shit yeah, like that. Why, Kevin yeah. Randleman went flying with him. Literally. Well, he suplexed him, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. They were... That's crazy. That shit was great. That is great. Uh, everyone's saying that you owe them a, a story, Phil. I do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can you guys remind him when he was owing a story? 
I don't remember. Honestly, don't know. Um, you had another question. Uh, oh no, where to go? Thoughts on the million dollar open weight one FC Muay Thai tournament? I love Holy shit! I love that. Yeah, I think UFC did that. Yeah, yeah, right. That'll never happen. But that would be one. That would only bring uh, more eyes to the UFC. I feel like I the mean, amount of views that it already gets, more people would be like, "Holy shit, that's so cool!" Even if they did a tournament, any sort of tournament. No, but that'll never happen. That'll never. Why happen. do you think people? Do you think that? Let me ask you this: Do you think that people see the UFC as like a gimmicky kind of sport? Like, I don't want to say illegitimate, but just like MMA in general. Do people look at MMA like as a gimmicky sport? Like, in what sense? Like, uh, because it's cage fighting. Yeah, because it's cage fighting. It's like, ah, uh, anyone can do that. Like, uh, right? I see what you're saying. They don't I get don't paid, so it's like, oh, uh, like compared to like boxing, boxing compared to like uh the NFL compared to like right, the NBA. Right, right, right. You know, people who are like uh, those are the elite athletes. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I feel like it takes skill to do it. One hundred percent, obviously. But I think that just because of the the fan base, that's the things that the the fighters can can and cannot get away with. Um, it's more lax. Like Dana, the whole scandal. If that was in any other sport, it would be fucking true. Yeah, nuts. Yeah, for real, you know? honestly. And you know, it's just kind of like, uh. yeah. I mean, with how popular the UFC is nowadays, it's definitely not as popular as the NFL mm-hmm. as. NBA, even NHL, I would say. I no. mean, in some sense, like, and I feel like the fighters just come and go so fast. Exactly. Well, that's the thing too. It's just like, it's just. I mean, so it's, 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 it's tough. Like Jake Matthews said, he could take anyone under his wing, get him a couple pro fights, and then they'll get in the UFC. I disagree with that. I disagree with Jake that. Matthews would argue. Yeah, but Jake Matthews is an elite striker and like the best <laughs> fighter in the world, according to him. You mean Matthew Semmelsberger? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I, I don't. I disagree with that because you got to see the, the. If you're on the local scene and you see these guys, there's a lot of guys that are just. There's people trying. You uh, and some guys slip through the cracks that shouldn't get there, and then but they get exposed eventually. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Um. Well, Sofla said, Nah, I don't think so. Only because everyone understands they can't. They can't do it, but everyone kind of thinks they can guard Kyrie a bit. <laughs> so maybe. Nah, but I think that's just the fan mindset, no of. Of a sports, your your average sports fan, no, right. That's just the na- the culture of being a sports fan. It's like I'm better, but if not ig- that I'm better. It's just like they know. Honestly. It's just like they just like to talk shit, right? And then it's like calling so, oh, it's fucking bum. Like, right? You couldn't even guard it. Like, you let him, you let him lay up like that. You let right. him get past you like that. Damn, like fuck, get him out of there. I wish I was still playing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, like shit, like that. Yeah, it's like fuck. You can't check a leg kick, <laughs> like. You know, like shit like that. I just feel like people, that's just naturally the culture of sports. Oh, Kitty, Kitty's screaming. Yeah, she's like, come on, man. Wrap it. She's like, wrap that shit up so I can eat. <laughs> oh, Ranger Game's about to start. Let me check that out. Uh, Rasta Reverend checking in. What Rasta up? Reverend, Wagwan. Can I say that? Yeah, go for it. Wagwan. Not bad, Phil. That was good? Yeah, not bad for you. you want some more patwa? I know, no, we some gotta patwa. get some. Uh, Before our trip to Jamaica. Yeah. Whitaker called you Handy the Aussie Killer Brown. There you go. You know that. They loved him. Some, some, uh, what's his name? Some Jack. Jack. Is he from Perth too? Yeah. He's from the city that he's from, fighting. Yeah, yeah, he's going to wake up and, and, and roll over, over out of bed. And it's going to be, you know, it's well, very motivational be, for him. That's, that's nice for him then too. Yeah. So he can wheelchair back. Not too far. <laughs> yeah, but then I got to fucking fly 20, what, 25 hours? Yeah. True. That's rough. Win, lose, or draw, that sucks. That's real shitty. Yeah. I mean, it feels a lot better win, though. That's for sure. It feels a lot better uh, in business class, too. It sure does. You ain't lying. Maroon said, I'm on my way to Columbia to do a Muay Thai training retreat with Simon Marcus. Mm. Simon Marcus is a dog. Tell him I said walk on. Simon Marcus is a good, is a real fucking beast Muay Thai fighter. He actually fought Izzy. He fought a few guys. He fought. What's that dude? Smith. I smoke all the cigarettes from Cali. That dude just be smoking cigarettes and, and knocking people the fuck out. I have no clue what you're talking about. That sounds like Joe Smith. Job. That's that, his name? That, for real, that'd be sick. Are you kidding me? I think that's his name. Joe, Joe Schilling. 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 Joe Schilling. Joe Schilling. Is he the French guy? Wayne Barrett. Um, 
He's from England, I think. Uh, who, who's there's a French Canadian guy. Jamaican. Wait, he's Jamaican mm-hmm. and English. Yeah. Oh, like, that's like, pretty common, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah that's common say, as fuck. I was like, <laughs> it's mad fucking Jamaican. Like, I mean, look at Leon about, Edwards. <laughs> oh my god. Why he calls you a silly cookie? Oh, oh, Schilling's the guy that that knocked that guy out at the bar. In the bar, yeah. That's what co- Cookie just said. I'm just said cocky. That's what <laughs> Cookie just said. <laughs> <laughs> Was that patois? <laughs> it was actually. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not cocky. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's it. On that note, <laughs> let's go, Rangers. Have a good night, yeah, everyone. Later, Have a good night. Adios. Bye. See. You. Oh, uh, Wednesday. We doing it again? I'll be away for Thursday, Sunday. So, so yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, we'll Wednesday. figure it out. All right. We'll see you guys. Adios. Bye. Not bad. <laughs>